back to Media Literate. My name is Colton Elzey, and this is our mini-series, Media Literate Snack Episodes. In these short segments, we like to invite on a guest and ask them to prepare and teach us everything they think we need to know and you need to know about a subject in three minutes or less. Today, I am joined by another USC cohort member, Julia. Hi, everyone. I'm back. Uh, I think it's two episodes in a row now. Great. Have yeah, great. two in a row. <laughs> Um, and Julia, what are you going to be teaching us about today? I'm going to be talking to you about queer time. Ooh. I know, okay. it's talking for me, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know the drill. It's going to be three minutes. I'm going to time you, and I'll count you down from uh, every from every minute. Um, but there is a twist. From, in this round, we're going to ask that you add in three words that I'm going to pick from a random word generator into <gasps> your explanation. Great. I love it. I love it already. <laughs> and and we'll get, we'll give it a pause here on the podcast so you can think and add them in before we start. But I'm going to go ahead and click it and see what what the generator gives us. So you ready? Ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. This will be good. Okay. The three words that we got are fuel, like fuel. for a car. Okay. Paradox. <laughs> okay. And fitness. Oh God. <laughs> so. We'll take a pause for a second. I'll let you kind of add it into your definition. And Thank you. So we're good and we'll jump right in. Okay, great, great, great. Intermission while Julia incorporates these words. Oh my God. You know when you keep thinking of a word and it starts to like lose meaning? Yeah. They <laughs> talk about that on, uh, on Ted Lasso. Three hours later. Great. Okay. <laughs> Did you have a minute to add in the words? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Three minutes starting in three two, one, go. Okay, so queer time is something that operates on multiple levels and pertains to the idea of queerness as a fraught identity. Oftentimes, uh, queer time refers to the lack of chrononormativity, so the idea that events in a queer life or a queer relationship don't really fit the regular heteronormative timeline of family structures. So a lot of times queer identities have to cope with uh, not having access to certain opportunities or getting, you know, access to marriage or children. And so time moves differently um, in that sense, in queer time. Uh, and in that sense, happiness can often be paradoxical to queer life. Um, and it, this is something that's often joked about in, in movies and media, for example, you know, the, the trope of like the queer couple moving too fast. Um, and it really just has to do with the fact that when you don't have that linear sense of time in the same heteronormative way, things are either too slow or too fast because they're trying to compensate for this uh, uh, lack of chrononormativity. So a lot of times in films and coming of age movies, uh, you'll One see minute. the coming out narrative as like the main trigger in a story. And it can be odd to kind of structure your story in that way. And oftentimes romance is the fuel to these plots. <laughs> And uh, in, in those instances, queer narratives of romance take place in isolation or through like strict time spans that are outside of normal parameters. Like in Call Me By Your Name, it's like for the span of a summer or in Carol, it's before her husband finds out. So queer romance has to take place in these small little increments of time that don't really fit normal, like long lives of romance and happiness. Um, and so there are fewer narratives that queer, that, that span entire queer lives and queer relationships are often not afforded the time to develop and thrive in the same way. So in that sense, queer time is just sort of the idea of traveling through time as a queer character, trying to grapple with these things of life that may not come in the regular order or the normal amount of time. Um, One minute. 
so there's another kind of part of this, which is the idea of queer history making uh, that fits into queer time. So queer people have a certain unique fitness to tell historical stories. Um, and there's a reason that a lot of uh, queer stories are told through the lens of period pieces because there's that kind of flexibility of time that's afforded. And um, especially when queer people have long been prevented from existing in the past and in history and erased, these sorts of narratives are really important in rewriting queer time and rewriting queer history. Okay, did you get paradox? Yeah, paradoxical, I said it. Oh. <laughs> okay, time. Okay, you had like 25 seconds left. So that was really No, good. I got so scared. I got overwhelmed. <laughs> this is harder than it looks. Okay, so that was great. Uh, you covered everything and you had some time to spare. So I'm gonna set a timer for 60 seconds and just ask you a couple follow-ups and then we will end. Great. Ready? Ready. Okay, and, and you don't have to do any words this time. Okay, <laughs> okay so you talked about uh, queer time as something that is non, uh, what was the term that you used? Non- uh, Chrononormative. Non-chrononormative. Okay, so film obviously is already condensed and like the sequences are displayed differently than how real life is. So how would it differ from a hetero uh, time representation? Is Great it just- question. Well, let me tell you, for example, if you look through the lens of romance, since I brought that up, uh -huh. um, if you look like at a story like The Notebook, right, the love story spans so many generations, so much as trauma and life events in the life of one couple. But the reason that that's allowed is because they are in this heteronormative structure at the end of the day of a man and a woman and in pursuit of romance and a family. So they're afforded this time to like make mistakes and experiment and figure each other out because that's kind of allowed to them by society. Whereas in a, a queer timeline, uh, that is not chrononormative. Usually the idea of queer romance is really intertwined with these ideas of coming out and finding kind of your relationship to each other, but then also having to operate together in a society and living together. And a lot of times queer relationships aren't necessarily afforded that space. So they'll either have to end abruptly or be- Time. <laughs> oh, no. On end abruptly too. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Well, no, that was great. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for taking a few minutes to tell us a little bit more about queer time today. No problem. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening in. We hope we see you next week. Bye.